I'm Leslie Torres. And I'm Bronna Marks. And together we co-host West Coast Mix and Bounce. For all things West Coast NBA. That's right. We cover the Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, and yes, the Kings and the Suns. When there's something good to talk about. We have a new and fun episode every two weeks where we break down the craziest headlines in the NBA that pertain to the West Coast teams. We are such a niche podcast that you won't find anywhere else. I mean, two girls with experience in the field talking West Coast basketball. Um, yeah, you want to listen. This is West Coast Mix and Bounce brought to you by LAFB Network. Hey guys, welcome back to West Coast Mix and Bounce. I know it's been a while. We've been going through holidays and sick leave and all kinds of other things. But one thing we have not missed out on is the NBA and especially West Coast teams and all the headlines that have been circulating um, the past few months leading into the midseason area that we're in right now. So obviously we have a lot to talk about, but first thing I want to say is Welcome back, Brittany Griner. She's finally back in the States. Something to definitely be celebrated. Um, she was gone for, definitely. I don't know, seven months? Eight? Seven, too, eight long. Months? too long. Yeah, too long. Too long. Yeah, it, it took too long. But we just wanted to, you know, make sure that we take out time to welcome her back and acknowledge that, um, you know, we're wishing her all the healing and all the best in the world. And obviously, like, we really look forward to her returning to the WNBA on the court, um, fully healthy and fully healed soon. But uh, on the NBA side of things, we're going to talk about every team because it seems like they all got something going on. Uh, and first, we're going to talk about the Suns, who are currently number two in the Pacific standings. And number five overall in the West. Mm -hmm. They're 20 and 16 right now. And are we worried? Well, it's honestly, I feel like we haven't talked about the Suns in a long, long time. So mm -hmm. last time we had this conversation, the Suns were a different team, I think. Now they're like another different, different team, if that makes sense. All right. Uh, I don't know. I expected them to do a lot more better at this point, by this point of the season. They're not yeah. bad. Not bad. Not great. I don't see them as super playoff ready, though. I feel like that's what it is. And obviously Absolutely. right now, we Devin Booker is out for four weeks minimum, I think it is. Yeah, he Man. is dealing with a injury to his groin. Um, and he was also out before that with an injury to his shoulder no to his hamstring so he's definitely not been the healthiest but he has still somehow managed to be the most productive for the suns um he's led he's already had three 40 point games this season um he's averaging you know 20 something points uh a game so he is playing well when he is playing now the issue is when he's not playing who is stepping up to fill that role? And we've seen the drama. I don't know if you've seen, like, you know, head coach uh, Monty Williams kind of got in with it with uh, Aiton on the sidelines, mm -hmm. who's supposed to be kind of like, they, you know, their number two player, especially in the paint. We all know that the issues they've had around Aiton and the, the drama and the conspiracy that he's not really supposed to be there anymore and they want to use him as a trading piece and mm -hmm. yada, 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 yada. But um, the Suns overall, I think they're struggling. They, they're, I feel like they're still trying to heal. I, I'm going to keep saying it. I feel like a broken word. They, they're still healing from that championship game that just kind of like 
slipped Steve away Westland. from them. <laughs> they still look traumatized. I'm like, y'all, is the PTSD real? Like, y'all need to go to group therapy? Like, what is it? Why are y'all so yes. tense? You know? And that's the thing, too. I feel like without Devin Booker, they really don't have much to back themselves up with. You would have Aiden who needs to step up and he's not stepping up. You have Chris Paul who unfortunately now is like kind of looking his age. He's not being he's not being able to like lead the team. Right. Maybe not like I meant by like style of play. Like it's just I don't know. It's just like he like without Devin Booker on the floor, he just loses everything. And it's right. so and it's not great to have everything depend on Devin because then now that he's injured, now you get to see where all the flaws are within the sense can they fix that though by the trade deadline can they make possible trades to make themselves better mm -hmm. yes they can will they i don't know i'm not so sure about that i don't know but, and they also are but you sorry no but you said about aiden no you said about yeah. Aiden. he might be on the chopping block he's yeah but it's just like is is that what it really is is that really the issue though because uh, uh. <laughs> he know. besides I, you know i like aiden <laughs> I do too. And besides Booker, he's the only one putting up like significant stats and also playing both sides of the court, like mm -hmm. defense, offense. He's still showing up despite whatever drama is going on behind the scenes. And you have a lot of injuries happening besides Booker. Um, Landry Shamit is out, who also has stepped up since Booker's been out. Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder, you know, these are guys that they really look to when they have injuries on the lineup. Mm -hmm. um, and before the Christmas before the Christmas games happened, they were they had lost five straight and they were six of seven. Booker was absent for almost half of those games. Um, mm -hmm. And these were some, you know, big relative games. And they were also on a road trip. So that was also kind of like, so they're not good on the road. You mm -hmm. know, they, they're stronger at home. And that's something that we saw um, a few years back in the, you know, in the postseason that they can't win on the road. And if they can't win on the road, how are they supposed to last a seven-game series yeah, um, against, <laughs> yeah, against teams like the Clippers, against Houston, against New Orleans, um, against the Lakers, against Memphis? Like these are teams that are are going to shake you in their own house, and if they can't manage to not fight fight on the sidelines, how are they going to make it through? Right now, I feel like they're just kind of struggling crawling through they're obviously still one of the best teams in the league and they're still one of the best teams in the, the pacific division but after this stretch like right before all-star if they don't hit like a solid stride a, just a consistency and like healthy just mannerisms i just i don't know uh, i agree i agree i feel like they four weeks without Devin Booker is a long, t a lot of games. I think there's like 14, 13 games in between that time. Those 14, 13 games can make a difference where you're seated at right now. They're in the fifth seed, but they start to lose more. They can drop down. Other teams will pull up and the right. West is kind of very competitive with teams like the Nuggets, like the Grizzlies that are kind of making their, their serious push. So this is not the time for them to be kind of in that little midway place. They right. gotta either push it or just let it honestly just fall, just crumple at this point. But yeah. they need to find another kind of offensive flow for themselves that does not involve Devin Booker because they are so reliant on yeah, exactly. They rely on him so much that if he's not playing, it all falls apart. 
Mm-hmm. And for now, they've gotten away with it. I'm not sure if they're going to keep on getting away with it. And if they do, what happens if Devin Booker gets injured one more time or again or is out for another couple weeks? Yeah. That's the playoffs right there. And I don't know. You can tell I mean, us. I applaud them. I applaud them for being this far. 20 and 16 is not that. It's not, it's not bad. Yeah, okay. yeah. It could be ex- better. Our Pacific teams be. are not that great this, this season. Mm. What's happening? The first, <laughs> the first half of the season has been rough, especially with injuries. And like you said, a lot of these teams are relying on one or two people to carry the whole entire franchise and mm-hmm. it's hurting them people like booker who's who they i mean booker barely sits out you know he's always playing the max minutes and the max amount of games yes. in a row and leading the team in points every single game um so it's just kind of like where's the balance yes. where where's the balance and i think we can also see that in the flip on a team like the defending champs the warriors so they're the 10th seed 18 and 18 like what but they are just not the same anymore they are which obviously like we kind of knew that coming in but i didn't think i don't think we expected it to be this i don't even want to say bad it's not bad but it's just not great like, it's, it's like a struggle bus. They are literally riding the struggle bus right now. Yes, yes. And it, make, and it makes sense, though, because they did lose a lot of their defensive bench. edge. Last, mm-hmm. Yeah, and the bench. Yeah, exactly. So whatever they had on defense and on the bench is completely gone. And whatever they do have, which is, like, rookie level, it's very na- – not naive. It's very um young. They're not mm-hmm. there yet. Like, Amateur. I feel like. Yes, that's the word. Like, they're just not there yet, which makes sense. But the Warriors are known for getting the younger guys and whipping them into shape in a way, putting them together. So I'm not surprised. I'm just, I think they they went a little bit too fast. So the players that they did have, they grew up, they were well, they developed well. But now it's just like, okay, these guys that are up next have not fully developed yet. And, but now they're playing big minutes and Mm -hmm. it's just not looking good it's not and we, and we see that a lot on champ uh, we see that a lot on championship teams because other teams take notice and they're like oh you know maybe these guys are worth investing in and the top guys they want to get paid the most and then they don't have anything left for the little guys because before they got to that championship they had a lot of amateur players that they made into championship players yes. and you mm-hmm. see them like dropping people like Wiseman to the G League and probably because they can't afford to really pay him like that, even though he's still a good player. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, you have, God forbid, we're never going to get over the pool and Draymond incident, <laughs> but pool is one of those players who's stepping up. So is there bitterness or animosity there? That like, was kind. Of, I feel like that was the mark. That was the moment that like kind of shifted a little bit more. So we don't know what it's, what's even happening in there or yeah, in their locker yeah, room. Moment. And and before Christmas, they were 2-13 and 13 on the road, which is like... What? They also can't win on the road. That's so crazy, too. That's so crazy. Because they're usually like a very solid unit just across the board. So to the, see are. them crumble almost like in any kind of away situation is really tough. And then you have a similar issue, just like how the Suns are leaning on Booker heavily. The Warriors are leaning on, on um, Curry heavily, Curry. which is... Obviously not surprising, but mm-hmm. I mean Curry's been there what over 
a decade now. Let, yeah, it seems just, like it. Just for a while. So he's been their number one for infinity and beyond. And now you can see that he's taking injuries. Also, he has a soldier injury where they were like, oh, he's going to be out indefinitely now several weeks. And now they're going to reevaluate him again in two weeks. So this is a key player that they do not have in the lineup. Mm -hmm. Now, have they been doing all right without him? I would say yes. I would mm -hmm. say they're doing okay. They could be plummeting and, like, not winning any games at all. But for the most part, since, since he's been out, they've been kind of 50-50. They've been able to win that Christmas game against Memphis, which was, like, so much drama. But um, Poole led with 32 points, but he ended up getting ejected at the end. And then um, you could just see, like, the scrappiness. They had six technicals mm -hmm. as a team uh coach Kirk came out and said that he was proud of that so obviously they're not <laughs> afraid to get scrappy and aggressive which mm -hmm. is good because you can tell the younger players in the league are like that they are definitely a little bit rougher like they give me old NBA like I'm not afraid to trip you up when the ref's not looking or like you know say yes. something in your ear that you don't like so the Warriors have definitely kept up I, I, I feel like with the with the younger generation um mm -hmm. but they definitely they still have things to work out if they want to repeat. I yeah, I don't I do not see that repeat in their future, but I would I would always not go against the Warriors, but th this this season is just like I don't know, they're different. Their defense is lacking, I, the bench is lacking. Mm. I feel like their the trade deadline is coming up in February, correct? So I feel like they're going to yeah. have to make maybe some defensive moves just for the sake of defense, just because it's not the same at other levels that it used to be at. Yeah. And I feel like that's yeah, it's going to have to be it because I I don't know. It's they're they're not the same. I'm not sure if I'm completely worried about them in their season. I feel like they're still going to have a they're still going to be in the playoffs if not to play in. But mm -hmm. it's not the same team. It's not the same it's team. It's not. I mean, I obviously like claps up to coach Kerr because yes. the the thing is with him is that um Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Green, and Looney are the second most used uh, starting lineup in the NBA. And they're almost, wow. they're like one of the most efficient one um, lineups in the league. Now, granted, like you have other players uh, stepping up like DiVincenzo, um, mm -hmm. again, Looney being in that starting center spot. So they do have some very defined players, but you like, like you said, their bench is completely different so if any of those starting players get hurt or cannot put up points like what who are they going to rely on that's their biggest question mark is like mm -hmm. who is a six man who's a seven man who you know who's going to come in after those those players and be like you know we can pep up the game or we can fill in the spot that that's not there right now so yeah definitely Again, like the Pacific Division, a lot of question marks there. I feel like the Suns and the Warriors are in the same boat right now. They're like almost there, but not really there because they mm -hmm. got the talent. They have some, like at least some key players. They just need that other little push because if injuries are going to come back, which they mostly always do, yeah, they need a backup. They need to be ready for that. And both the Suns and the Warriors, I feel they're kind of in the same kind of area where they're like, we do well, we're being carried a little bit by Devin or by Seth, but who else needs to come up and like set set forward the right momentum for them? But exactly. at least 
at least they're doing okay. At least they're doing well. There could be other teams that could be doing well and okay. Yeah, uh, like the Lakers. <laughs> that was my leeway. That was I, my leeway. I, I, felt not, you right I did there. not like it. I did not I, like it. It hurt I, my soul to say it. <laughs> you are not alone. You Because how much sadder? Is it going to get for the Lakers before they actually? I'm like, did y'all really win a championship? Because I don't even feel they like they did. That I remember that one clearly. <laughs> I'm, really right? about, I'm really about to put an asterisk next to it, like, question mark. That yeah. is, no, that's probably the best one, if not the best one. It was. One. It was. But yeah, so they are 14 and 21, the 13th seed of the Western Conference the last place in the Pacific Division. They've had five losses in the last six games. AD is nowhere to be found. Well, he's injured, so he's indefinitely. We don't have, again, we don't have a timetable for return. They don't know if it's going to play out well, if he's going to need surgery. Um, LeBron is still LeBron king. I'm about to be 38. And that's it. Oh, yeah, tomorrow's his birthday, I believe, tomorrow. My Capricorn bestie. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's, I mean, I know what it is. They lack, they lack a lot without Anthony Davis on the floor. They still have LeBron, but it's just like, I feel like the rotation is not working. I don't know. Yeah. And at, to this point, I feel like they still need shooters and they have yet to find any, anywhere no. that can I mean, make a three. That's so crazy. And LeBron is going to keep throwing his shady comments about the fact that they don't have shooters. <laughs> they don't have shooters. They don't, we don't really have shooters. That's just like, a, you know, West, they, they changed Westbrook again in the lineup. And so they put him as a six man, which I will mm-hmm. say, like, I think is better. It's helped. It's helped. Yeah. It's not going to solve everything. It's it's not, and the issue with AD keep getting hurt. I mean, he literally played before the Christmas break again. He um, before the Christmas games again. He played twenty four out of the tw- out of twenty seven games, which was like mm-hmm. the most for him as a Laker since after Imagine that. Imagine as a twenty eight year old. That's the most. Like, why can't you stay healthy? That's the thing, though. Like, I see the potential because when he is healthy, he's just. Everything for the dominant him and Le- yeah, and I'm like okay, I can see why, but then it's the lack of consistency. Like, and honestly, I don't even know who to blame at this fault for injuries. Who do you blame? Mm-mm. I don't. I don't. Maybe the the training staff, the maybe, whole, just the whole West Coast training staff. Like everybody, I would just say, or maybe they need something. Yeah, they need something else because that's it's unbelievable for somebody to be injured that many times throughout their career Career. and like no one has gotten a grip on what to do about it that to me is insane that's yeah that's crazy i don't and 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 i see i see the potential because when he does play he plays well when he gets into that rhythm that momentum he's there defensively a key defensive player for the lakers so you can see it in the paint it's just yeah I just don't know how do you how do you keep somebody from not being injured? And I mean, who's who's his backup? Like, who is LeBron? Everybody's backup because that's it what it seems like. It it seems like it, and I'm just like, then when LeBron goes down again, there's nobody exactly. else to exactly. fill so to fill those holes. No, exactly. I feel, and that's something that needs to be addressed. Out of all the issues that they have, I think at this point it's like. 
I really don't care who's at fault anymore. I feel like it's it's somebody's fault, obviously. Someone's going to take the blame for it. Mm-hmm. But can we just move on and get to the solution part of it where we kind of make the trades that we actually need? But I also feel like it's dependent because how if Anthony Davis is out for the rest of the season, that trade is a trade for that position is going to matter instead of shooters, I guess, I'm assuming. They'll have to give up something for that's role maybe they won't be on the lookout for shooters now if ad goes down and he he's he is out for the rest of the season <sighs> i don't know and it's a lot the it's front a lot off- of knows a lot of questions and the front office has already come out and said like they don't want to make any more massive moves to to have like a, a very win quick scheme situation going on because most they don't got time they gotta do win now moves yeah and the thing is with lebron he's very much a win now player he already came out and said like at this point in my career i want to win like i'm not just playing basketball to be playing basketball and that's true because it's it's a ticking clock for him if he doesn't get the championships now Mm -hmm. he's not gonna get there he's gonna gonna like him and chris paul are riding the same train as far as like you know, upcoming retirement and injuries and not being able to keep up with the output. LeBron in itself, he's just a machine. So he's still averaging his crazy 26, (laughs) you know, almost averaging like a double double and Mm -hmm. still at 38 before he was the first player, the first youngest player to do X, Y, Z. Now he's the first oldest player to do X, Y, Z. So he's really, uh, you know, just defining his own standards and, and not limiting himself, which is great for him. But where, again, this is like the question of his entire career. Where is the help? Mm-hmm. Where is it's his It's a team help? sport, you guys. It's a team sport. There Where's are, the team? <laughs> there are some games where I, were, I was literally looking at the stats and it would be either him or AD with only like, you know, they have above 15 or 20 points and everybody else would be like, two three points nine points zero points Mm -hmm. where is the help like they cannot be the only players that are putting up double digits this is a professional league like are you serious (laughs) i was i was thinking the same thing when there was a game that i was watching none of them can make a three i'm like then why are y'all shooting on the court can we put someone who can actually shoot a three don't look at lebron lebron is doing everything else i know he sucks at threes but that's because you guys are making him literally making him have to shoot it yeah. So then where where's the help? Where's everybody else? Where's the team at? No nowhere to be found. And I feel like that's kind of the move that the Lakers need to be on top of. Mm-hmm. They just I don't know. They're just stuck on And where is I the feel like they're stuck on time. Yes. They're stuck on like we'll see next season or kind of not really trying to trade and do like how you said like win move. Like quick not trying schemes. to do win now moves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's just like they have to do it. They don't have time. LeBron is getting older. LeBron wants to win. This Anthony Davis, God forbid, he keeps getting injured. So you only have a small clock, a small window to work with both of them at the same time. I feel like something's mm-hmm. got to give. They got to trade the right pieces, obviously. But I hope my, my fear is that they trade and they trade for not what they actually need exactly which it'll just be like it'll just oh lakers fans will go crazy but and you you know have a new coach so they're also i'm sure trying to like figure out him and his dynamics as a head coach yes but you still have players like 
Pat Bev, you have players like Damian Jones, Austin Reeves, who's like their sole person to rely on, which is not great That's reliance because he's mm-hmm. inconsistent as well. Lonnie Walker, like these are players that have played on winning teams. These are players that have put up stat lines on on other teams or, you know, sporadically throughout their career. So it's just like, mm-hmm. where is the development? If the Warriors can do it, if they can literally lose their whole like <laughs> crutch of play and and find some nobody names and and make them championship names mm-hmm. then why can't the lakers do it a franchise who've been who've been doing this for crazy. decades it's decades crazy. they've been winning and for some reason like this is like the driest decade for them <laughs> i don't know they need a whole office revamp I, yeah to be honest cuz like how are you getting players how are you letting players get injured that bad how are you making these moves and thinking, yeah, this works well, or this is the this is the team to win the championship? Like, yeah. be for real, guys. Let's let's look let's look around. Like, no, this is not happening. Like, yeah. I admit your wrongs, fine, but then like let's get to the solution. Let's exactly let's do it. And, and they're uh, just kind of stuck on that. And unlike a team like the Warriors, like they can't seem to keep up with the younger teams, which is like if you cannot stay relevant with whatever the newfound players are bringing, like. Luca, like Ja, like um, like Giannis, like all these players with this newfound energy and uh, playing all sides of the floor and just being very active and healthy. Mm-hmm. Like, h- how are you gonna keep up? And everybody's again with the question: Is LeBron gonna win another ring? Like, is he really gonna get another championship right now? And I feel like it's giving like 60% no and maybe 40% yes just because he's LeBron and for no other reason than he is LeBron James. That he will will the way there. Yeah. I I agree. It's, it's, and and that's the thing. It's just like, why are they not playing well? (laughs) Because even their G League team has talent that maybe they might want to call up. Yeah. And I'm just like, (laughs) why y'all still hell bent on these players? Like y'all stuck with these. When you can just go ahead, get a contract up, and if they're going to play better than what you have on the squad right now, play them. Yep. Play them. Lay it in a fire under their butt or something. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't make sense to me. It's not really making sense, especially when it's just, like, wide open threes that they're missing. They are not guarding the guy that they're supposed to, or they're getting lost on the defense. And it's just, like, this this is kind of, like, basics at this point. Like, what's going on? So, Mm -hmm. something is definitely up in there, and us Lakers fans are sad. We feel it. This has not been great. We know LeBron has played as best as he can with the situations given to him, so we cannot even complain about that. Nope. Although they'll find, we'll find a way. <laughs> we'll no. Find a way. But it's just like it's it's insane. I feel like at this point the Lakers need to do a trade, and I feel like maybe they're they're just waiting on AD's health, and then they're probably just gonna have to do something. They have yeah. to. They have to. They cannot just sit like that. If they sit like that, LeBron is out. Yeah, he's that like, and the thing is, at this point and in it's his late. career, I don't even know if he wants to do that. Like to move again, like to go back to the Cavs or go back to Miami. He's invested so much time in being in LA. I you just think feel he'll like retire. I think he's gonna retire, Laker. I don't know if mm-hmm. he's gonna leave again. Otherwise, like maybe I could see him going back to the Cavs because that's just his hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think this late in his career, he doesn't. I don't think he has like the mental or you know, spiritual capacity to like uproot his family again. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't think he'll, I feel like he'll probably 
like if he's still like at the level that he's playing in now he's he's still he's still got it so mm -hmm. i feel like if someone gives him a good deal and it's not too far from home he'll leave family here the family can stay here he'll he'll go bye he'll, go. <laughs> he'll be like i'm winning this last one that'll be his sixth no fifth fifth yeah fifth. he's he's a part of the four club so that'll club. be his fifth and the fifth is i feel like the one that he's looking for that's why that's a like, full hand let's yeah. go let's think, go because how many did jordan win six five i think it was six okay yeah, so the, honestly probably you know how i always remember i say the Nicki minaj line LeBron <laughs> ain't got six rings so i'm like who does have six michael michael <laughs> michael mj totally makes but, sense there but you know he also left and then came back and won some more so it's it's a, I don't know. It's Absolutely. I just feel like the Lakers need to get their shit together. They're For not. Sure. They're not all together. Mm -mm. But to do Robot. they need to Who at least together? get five hundred. The Clippers, please. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who the Clippers have finally gotten around that curve. Like we've been waiting for them to like come back. They got Kawhi. only positive notes here, you guys. Kawhi Who does that on the on the floor together consistently. They're healthy. John Wall. Oh my yes. god, yes. I really that, honestly I can't really come for them. I can't. I can't. They're playing solid, they're being consistent. Paul George is playing well, John Wall is playing well, Kawhi is playing well, Zubots is playing well. Like it's just mm -hmm. finally all the pieces that they've put together are finally coming together and like making sense and working. Will it come to all the way to the playoffs? We shall see. But I, I'm actually, I'm feeling more hopeful this time around for them because what else is he? Besides, actually, besides them just beating a couple teams that I want to see them beat, I, there's not much I can say. They yeah. beat the Celtics. I want to see them beat them again. So they have that next game coming up. Um, I would like to see them beat like the teams of their past, kind of like the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Warriors, right. the Suns. I just want to, I want to see their level of competitiveness. Obviously, they kind of, lost to a few of them in the beginning of the season now that they got their like legs running i want to see if they can do it and if so to what degree but they've shown that they can come back and win they've shown that they can play well together and i'm just like wow congratulations about? congratulations what's about <laughs> i'm low-key hating over here but congratulations <laughs> no for real like and they're uh, quiet too there's no drama nobody's nothing. you know it's just like, yes, finally, y'all look like a very sound, well put together team. Mm -hmm. And even Ty Lu has mentioned, like, we've had some really well put together games, like full capacity games where yes. everybody's contributing and, you know, everybody is leaning on each other. Um, so they have Boston again tomorrow night. No, yes. tonight, tonight. Tonight's Thursday. Um, you know, that weird in between between Christmas yes. and New Year's where nobody knows when what date is. When you don't know what date is. <laughs> Yes. Um, so they have Boston coming up. They have Denver coming up about mid-January. So mm -hmm. we'll definitely be looking to talk about that. That's on ESPN. So that's a big that's gonna game. That's going to be a game. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, they have they have losses against the Warriors. So that would be like another. I don't know if they face them. Yeah, they do face them again, um, actually, on Valentine's Day. So they have definitely some rematches coming up to say like, yeah, we got this. This is like something we could really exactly. compete for. If anybody comes out of the Pacific Division in the postseason, I'm going to give it to the Clippers. I mean, they're the ones that are looking the most sound right now. on it, And they're healthy. 
that's also key right there. They're pretty they're pretty healthy. No injuries. And, oh, no, it's not going good because whew, you know, Kawhi and George have a way of making us feel like, oh, hopeful and then like bringing us down a few notches. So let's 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 hope that. But no. Honestly, I'm just I'm impressed. I'm like this is kind of the the dream they've been selling us for like since they drafted, not since they drafted, since they got Kawhi. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like, ah, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I can eat it now. I am like, yes, that makes sense. Uh, I can dream that dream with y'all because it makes sense. It, it's working out. Uh, their bench is pretty solid as well. They have like really no issues, no problems. They're sh- honestly, I'm most impressed with Paul George. So I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. That's has, the one I was just like, okay, he has come around. He's like kind of, I don't want to say better than Kawhi, but kind of be, been that playmaker for them that is just like, okay, we need to get over this rut. Like, let me put it in like in drive. We need to come back in overtime. He's like, okay, let's go. Like, I feel like he's kind of been that player, which I'm like, I've never seen that assertiveness or leadership kind of take form in Paul. So I'm just like, you know what? Right. God bless. <laughs> Good for y'all. Come a long way since pandemic P, that's for sure. <sighs> you know, unless unless that's what I'm saying. But let's just wait. Let's just wait because let's they wait. have a they have a wait with the playoffs and the Clipper organization as a whole, the franchise. So let, I'm gonna just wait. Tanking. But is will the they thing. make it? <laughs> will they make it? I get I I yes. I have a feeling most definitely. Will mm-hmm. they go all the way? That's always where I where I put the asterisk. So we shall see. We shall yeah. see. But honestly, I can I did not write one bad thing about them. I think all the Gross. other teams in the Pacific Division, besides the, the last team we're actually going to talk about, but um, every other team <laughs> needs to look at the Clippers and be like, oh, what did y'all do? Let me take some notes. And uh, yeah, we're going to do what y'all did. Mm-hmm. Because- See, but that, but I feel like a lot of, there was a lot of patience for that because I, the last three or four seasons, I was not buying them like actually coming together and winning. Like, with the Lakers, for example, they're trying to sell us that and I do not see it at all. I don't mm-hmm. see it at all. The Suns are kind of the Warriors are kind of the same thing, but the Clippers is actually working for them, and then like that's how you kind of trust the process in a way that that process is actually working out for them. So, mm-hmm. like you said, with all the injuries that they had, they were able to develop the the bench and the other players that mm-hmm. they had, like Reggie Jackson, like Zubak, like Powell, like Marcus. Um, Marcus Morris like these are players that were like yeah we're gonna step up with with our top two players out that's fine Mm -hmm. we can do that we can handle that like no problem obviously they had to uh ride the up and downs the waves but Ty Lue as as a coach has been there he's done that he was able to stay very patient and for the most part consistent they were never like a bad team to speak they were just I don't think fully confident in their ability to win um, without those two players in at the same time. So as long as PG and Kawhi, like obviously he's still taking his load management or whatever, <laughs> but maybe it's working for him because it seems like he's he's back. Like As long as he doesn't get injured again. Yeah, exactly. The, he has been playing his some of his best games since his major injury in his knees. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody is taking notice of that. He's definitely he's just better overall. And it does take usually longer than you think it takes to heal from major injuries. So to see him finally be confident in his play and aggressive, and he's giving very much like Toronto Spurs quiet, like I'm gonna take yes. over a game and 
that's totally fine with me. I'm, I'm going to be the spark. Um, and PG's like, I've learned to make my own spark. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's a great dynamic to have. It that, is. That most teams don't have right now. Yeah. They but. are. They got that duel. They got that big two that they've wanted. Finally. Yeah. Freaking. Exactly. I want to see they're going to play together, too, during the playoffs. They have to, I mean. But I, I hope so. That's a whole different story. That's a whole that's, different story. But who else is doing good in the Pacific Division? The Kings. <laughs> Wow. Who would have thought? They are literally ranked higher. (laughs) They are literally number five, number five in the Western Conference right now, and number three overall in the Pacific Division, which is unheard of for the Kings. It's crazy. I was like, well, should we skip the Kings like we usually do? And I was like, oh, no. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) We are not skipping them this time because they are now an actual presence in the West Coast. Congratulations to them. And I was trying to figure out what what it was that kind of made it different this season. I feel like it was a lot of... Maybe it might... It could be the new head coach. It could be that trade that they had a couple seasons ago. Have the trades finally done their job correctly? Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess. What do you think has kind of made the difference this time around? Well, I think the players that they already had, uh, they were able to develop those. Again, development's a very big thing for teams that are mm-hmm. in a restructure process. So players like Darian Fox, players like Monk, uh, Malik Monk, players like getting that trades for Sabonis, which was I think was a steal in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, he's been dealing with a few hand injuries, I believe, but these are they're like top three players that have overall meshed really well and I think created some form of leadership because we always knew the Kings as a young team they're always just Mm -hmm. a bunch of youngsters fresh out of fresh out of school or you know from the G League or whatever not like a lot of experience in the NBA overall but I think they were able to find a foundation and some more veteran players granted when I say veteran I mean like four or five years but (laughs) at at least you know more than one year and their, their new coach obviously has some kind of impact on, on their winning game. Now, do the Kings still have some embarrassing games out there that they played this season? Yes, I think they allowed 80 points in the first half to the 76ers, I think. or uh, So they, they still sometimes... <laughs> They're have, not perfect. They have their moments, but for the most part, they have some really good wins this year. I mean, compared to the other seasons... This, yes. this this season is a win. This 18 is, and oh, 15. Wow. Above yeah. 500, at least. Insane. Good for them. Good and, for them. But I they, agree with you. What? They have one, what? two, three, four, five, six, seven. So they went on a seven-game winning streak, like, mid in the beginning of the season, which is also, like, I just wanted to highlight that. That is because, huge. Oh, no, that is huge. I don't. Yeah. The Lakers haven't even had a three or four game streak I believe it's like this small as they had so I agree with that I feel like whatever they're doing over there it has finally kind of worked obviously it's also the development in the process of getting there they have the new head coach Mike Brown they had that that trade for Sabonis like you mentioned and I was looking at the numbers I'm like yeah that makes sense he's he's shooting 61.5 from the field and then He's also doing, like, threes, and, like, his defense is great. So I'm just, like, that's kind of the all-around player that they need. And they are young. They are very young. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do maybe one or two more trades 
um, before the deadline, I believe, just so they can kind of, if they really want to win the season. But if not, it's fine. They just have to continue with the progress because obviously now they are progressing. They are kind of making these moves that are helpful for them just because it's it wasn't like that last last two or three seasons no we never even spoke about them five seasons (laughs) i i believe they have a 16 year playoff drought yeah 16 years so even if they can make the playoffs this season it'll be a huge win for them yeah and it will show potential and yeah potential because that's what i feel like that's what they at least need right now it's just like some kind of positive energy and this seems positive will they win the championship no (laughs) but will they make the playoffs maybe yeah they have a good chance when have we said maybe (laughs) (laughs) exactly so it just seems like a great year for them as well yeah all in all it sounds like a great year for them it's definitely um a power switch like the dynamic has changed right definitely i feel that too i sense that too i mean what what i didn't expect it coming from was definitely from the warriors squad Mm -hmm. i did not expect them to be 10th seed and like at 500 uh that one kind of threw me off balance but everything else i was just like okay we're, we're taking it in, but now you have people on the top like the Grizzlies, like the Nuggets, like these teams that have also slowly been progressing within mm-hmm. their own division. It's just like now it's finally their season to take kind of take over, and yeah. just and just kind of I feel like the new generation of players too, like they're coming in here now they're making a name for themselves, and it's just like, all right, all right, awesome. you know, for many years the Lakers and maybe like what the. Knicks have been the most popular teams to root for and I was just like okay well there's new there's new new teams here that are kind of making themselves known and maybe the Lakers or the Kings not the Kings the Knicks won't be like the highest selling jerseys or the you know the the Warriors now it's like these teams are coming up and I'm just like okay Pelicans let's not forget about Zion over there killing actually playing games and not getting hurt (sighs) Wow, so, so worth the hype. So worth the definitely. Hype. I was, I was like, nah, come on. He's already like two seasons in. He hasn't played. No, barely sorry, played a dozen sorry. games. <laughs> sorry, y'all. I was wrong. I can admit when I was wrong because damn, Zion's killing over there. It's like, yeah. when have you have you ever heard of somebody like, yeah, I really want to watch a Pelicans game since like maybe AD. First off, exactly. most most of the Pelican games I've ever seen, like there's like nobody in the stadium at all. Like, smoothie, I think what is it like Smoothie Center? It's not that great to begin with. It's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I think we could definitely agree the dynamics have changed in the Western Conference overall. Mm-hmm. There's definitely some younger players to be looking out for, some younger units. Um do I think that this is a long ass season and we're only maybe a quarter ish of the way through? Yeah, um, we're almost at the half, but not really. <laughs> yeah, not really. The things can definitely change. We've seen it, we've witnessed it multiple times. Um, I remember LeBron saying on the shop that it usually takes him about 20 to 30 games to find like a a avid flow. Granted, we're almost past that point or past (laughs) it for some teams. So Mm -hmm. 
I think we'll really see teams start to define themselves like we usually do right after All-Star, like right mm-hmm. after they get that that break and then it's like a, a mad dash to the playoffs. That's when we're going to really see like everybody kind of define their spot in the rankings and overall competition. Agreed. I agree. What a season sure. we have cut out for us. And we're only a quarter of a way there. So y'all need to stay with us. Let's keep talking about it. Hopefully, if we continue to speak, maybe our Pacific teams will do a little bit better. All right. Give us something to look forward to. I'm going to sprinkle a little bit. A little salty. But if not, the Clippers <laughs> and the Kings got us. <laughs> right? Who would have thought? We would have we put our... We would be out here rooting for the Kings. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy to me. <laughs> Listen. Mm, it is what it is. It is what it is. It, it is, is what it is. Ah, well, I feel like we got we covered all our Pacific teams. We did. Look at that. We did it. We did it. We did it. We are going to be back for another episode in three weeks. It's going to be the new year. So y'all better stay with us. Be ready because we're going to come back with more episodes, more things to talk about. And of course, as more of our teams continue to play and try to make that playoff run towards the end, we will be here to talk about it. Um, I'm Leslie Torres and I'm here with Ronna Marks. And so we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. And happy new year, guys. That too. Happy holidays. Happy new year. Better basketball for us. I hope so.